0: It's been a short minute since I met with you last, brought in a, a new intro music. You might have noticed some blues, to, just hopefully anything to take some of the heat out of this Texas air. Now, if you're not in Texas, you may not be experiencing what we're experiencing, but it seems like it's uh, stretched its long arm across a good portion of our nation. Here we've been over 100 degrees for, well, for more days than I care to count. So I've been kinda of remiss in, in uh, doing my due diligence and uh, creative theater. Uh, you get inside and it's nice and cool and all you wanna do is sit down and relax. But the heat today, I was working in it yesterday and sitting in it again today after church and it reminded me of a story that I wrote sometime back. It's called Mojave. Gives you an idea of what it's gonna be about. And you can find it in "Whisper Dancing," uh, the third collection of short stories uh, in the uh, Last Story t- Trilogy, and it's on uh, on Audible and it's or on Amazon or at uh, Barnes and Noble or wherever you get your books at. But this one's Mojave, and we'll sit back, cool off, and take a listen. How long has it been? They sit on the hot asphalt with their backs against the car. An old army blanket she found in the old Chevy's trunk folded in half and then half again to prevent the burning blacktop from burning their bottoms. The fat car offers a fat shadow, the only shade for miles. The Mojave stretches for many miles. Maybe two hours, I think. Could be longer, she answers. Her eyes are closed, hidden beneath the oversized boonie sun hat, the same color as the desert sand. It was his hat, but he's not there. It's been longer than two hours, the boy informs her, wiping sweat from his brow. He looks down at his arm, the one used to wipe sweat. It's dirty with Mojave sand. Mojave sand and sweat met down the fine blonde hairs he was born with. You were the hairiest baby his mother had proclaimed a thousand times. He wants to write his initials in the sweat and dirt, but he doesn't. It's too hot. Inside the old fat Chevy, it was too hot. Windows lowered, waiting for a breeze that'll never come. It was too hot with the windows open, and the doors. The back seat stuck to the back of his sweaty legs. When he moved his scrawny, sweaty legs, it made a noise like breaking wind. He thought it was funny. She told him it was too hot to be funny. She found the blanket in the trunk under the spare tire. that was flat. Get out of the car, she told him. It's too hot. I'm bored. Hot and bored, he told her. And you stink. A hot, bored, and stinky boy. (laughs) She laughs. Did you bring your book? It's in the car. Well, you should get it. No. Then be bored and hot. You can't stop the hot, she tells him, lifting the boonie to see his face. You can stop the boredom. He pushes himself up and off the itchy blanket. Not to get the book. Just a stretch. The boy stretches his arms to the colorless sky. He can smell his pits. He stinks. Across the Mojave, at the end of the endless asphalt, he can see the mountains, brown and orange monsters. He wishes he were on that mountain. In the mountain, in a cave, a dark, cool, wet walled cave. "'Are you getting your book?' she asks. "'No, I finished it,' he lies. "'All of it? and the good parts. "'It's all good,' she tells him. "'Not really. "'Then we can use it to start a fire tonight "'when it gets cold.' "'He looks down at the woman "'in her oversized boonie and long tanned legs. "'It won't be cold.' "'It will,' she replies without moving. "'How do you know?' She doesn't answer him. He reaches into the fat car, picking up the book from the floorboard. He's not coming back, he tells her, returning to the hot asphalt and the itchy blanket with the book tucked under his sweaty arm. Yes, he is. Read your book. How do you know? Opening the glass bottle, she sips the warm water, letting it sit on her parched tongue. She offers the bottle to the boy. He drinks too much. He told me he would be back with help. She places the cap on the almost empty bottle. They have no more water. When this one's gone, it's gone. Well, he was lying. Don't talk like that about your father, she scolds. He's not my father. He said he'd be back. He'll be back. Now be quiet and read your book. He lied before. She doesn't answer. She knows the truth. Standing, he drops the book. It pops on the itchy blanket. Maybe I'll go get help and leave me here? she asks. She waits for his answer. His eyes are closed. The sun is hurting her eyes more than the thirst hurting her throat, more than the sun hurting her legs, her tanned legs, more than the fat car pushing against her back, more than the hard ground protesting her bony backside, more than the truth. The boy is quiet. She opens her eyes. He's looking at her, his finger pressed against his dry lips. Quiet. His mouth moves, making no sound. The snake drifts slowly over the desert floor, moving like an old serpent, turning its diamond tattooed body, sketching S's across the sand. This is his Mojave. The desert serpent senses the shade beneath the old fat Chevy. It's too hot even for the snake. He moves closer to the boy and his mother. The boy thinks he'll throw the book at the snake. He'll have to move to get the book. He doesn't want to move. The glass bottle shatters on the hard desert ground, missing the snake. The snake forgets the shade, crawling away his belly in the hot asphalt, then on the hot sand. Then he was gone. So is the water. The boy sits, lying his head on her shoulder. He cries. I won't leave you, he tells her after the tears dry up. I know. Why did we have to leave home? No work. The war's been hard on everyone. He said there's work out west. he had work she says nothing he lifts his head he lied he lost the job because he lied that's not what happened now you'll lie too I'm sorry looking across the Mojave water shimmers under the sun's prickly arms he knows it's a mirage he learned the mirages in the book he was reading His tongue explores the cracks in his two skinny lips. Skinny lips under a fat nose, between dark eyes, beneath thick golden hair. You were the hairiest. He looks at the broken glass. It shimmers like the mirage, but no water. The earth drank it all. For a moment, He hates her. How long has it been? Six hours, maybe more. He'll be back for us. He's not coming back. She stares at the desert with its tan sand and drying cacti. The cloudless sky. She's listening for the sounds of the Mojave. There are no sounds for her to hear. He's not coming back, he repeats. I know, she answers, closing her eyes.